This is Extreme Ag's Shortcuts. Let's get right into it. Hey there, we're talking about what is now a growth area within production agriculture and it's happening under our feet. I'm talking about subsurface drip irrigation. This particular discussion is gonna be about subsurface drip irrigation hyphen E, meaning effluent. Turns out that more and more now on livestock operations here in the United States, we're talking about taking the effluent, the runoff, the stuff that happens on these larger scale animal facilities and putting it out there under the ground in a drip irrigation manner and through that system. Tim Wolf with Netifem, they are the company that makes the stuff, and this is Kurt Grimm with Nutri-Drip. His company installs this stuff. Kurt, we did a panel right here. We had a dairyman, we had a professor talking about environmental compliance. This is growing because why? Uh, it's growing because of the environmental pressure to be able to inject um, and apply manure and feed pad runoff under the ground, no odor, during the growing season, um, in a, and then that takes the pressure off of those fall applications. So guys have a wider window to get other things done in the fall. So there's a lot of, lot of big reasons um, that this is, a, this is a growing technology and something that's being widely adapted. Tim Wolf. And limited risk for runoff. So yeah. if we put it on and the, the, the ground freezes up, it doesn't run off yeah. or it doesn't leach because we're putting an entire year's worth all on you know, in one day. So. Yeah. You know, you bring up the interesting thing there. Okay, I'm raised on a dairy farm. We were hauling manure every time we could, you know? Mm -hmm. And we didn't have uh, the lagoon system and the technology we have now. But even with the systems and the technology in places at these dairy and hog facilities now, you've got a lagoon, you gotta wait till the crops come off, and then you put your lagoon, full lagoon, uh, uh, content out there in, in that field. And the point you're making now is, if I've got subsurface drip irrigation, it's a bunch of little three quarter inch lines, what, 12 to 16 inches under the ground, all over there through my fields, I can just be pumping that stuff in June, May, July. If it's wet outside, I can still run a little bit out there. If it's dry, I'm gonna run more out there and irrigate the stuff. So it gives me a seasonality and a convenience, and also gives me nutrients and water when I need it. What's the downside? Sounds like, why wouldn't you be doing this all over the place? Is there a downside, Kurt? Well, so there, there's, a, there's obviously a challenge with getting the manure clean enough, getting all the solids out. So we've gotta, we've gotta address the solids and how do we extract the liquid from the solids in a cost-efficient manner um, in the field and enough capacity so those are the things those are the challenges we're dealing with yeah I mean you know, obviously when somebody thinks of manure they think okay it's a big pile of uh, poop and then they think okay no it's a bunch of liquid stuff there's a certain amount of solids that can be in here you said one to two percent yeah you know one to two percent is our target so that we can push it through the drip line you know if we have too much solids like Kurt was talking about then we have a difficult time so we just need to filter it get the solids out and then manage it uh, when the crop wants it and, and that's when it's growing. There, there's a big challenge in the fall uh, with a narrow window to apply it. We can spread that application out and put on what the plant needs uh, during the season. This is a growth area for us. I mean, you're already, we had a, a, a livestock producer here that said, all the water that rains and goes into a catch lagoon at my facility goes through this system, no problem. But we're not quite there where we're doing stage one lagoon because there is too much solid. But you spoke about, Kurt, a system that you're seeing where it's kind of like, they used to call it, you know, a two series septic tank. You're dropping solids here and then you go over here and then you're taking that water because it's now 
liquid enough. Right, so on hog, hog facilities that have multiple stage lagoons or dairies, we can take that final stage where it's, you know, one to two, maybe 3% solids, run that through a standard, a standard filtration system for a drip system, and that goes right in. The more challenging sites are the deep pit hog barn lagoons or the dairy manure that's, you know, 12 to 13% solids. Those are the ones we've got to do quite a bit of solid separation to clean up. And then the one thing that you spoke about was by doing, at least now if we're getting rid of the liquid, it leaves us only the solids. And then if you're going to be trucking the solids, you're not trucking water. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and we'll, with the price of diesel. Yeah, we'll use the nutrient-rich water right there in the drip system. And then we have got dry product that we can truck further out, cheaper because we're not hauling water. So we can serve two purposes. Yeah. Is this going to be uh, where five to ten years from now, Kurt, we look back and say, like, man, imagine when this was brand new and now everybody's doing it because it just makes sense? Yeah, I, I think there's there's all kinds of things coming together right now with cost of production, guys trying to get lower cost of production. You got increased fuel costs, you got increased environmental concerns, you got livestock producers trying to expand on limited land base, and we got to figure out how to how to deal with these things. And so I think it's a it's a perfect combination where this technology fits. The one thing that doesn't uh, quite happen yet. The one why has it not become more widespread? Is it cost? Is it compliance? What's the thing that's holding us back from this just really catching like a prairie fire? Well, I think Kurt talked about the, the items. You know, there's, there needs to be additional research. And right now we can do all of what we're talking about. We can do it, but we can make it more cost effective as we improve it, as we do research. Uh, there's just a lot of, of fun in the future of this because it's it's going to become a lot more commonplace. Well, I think that we didn't talk about it as much. You know, we do continue to have to get along with our neighbors and everybody in ag is out here saying, tell your story. Well, the one thing is when you go and tell your story and it's that, yeah, your stuff stinks. When you put this out underground, there's not an odor issue. Right. So we've eliminated that, which makes us uh, less objectionable uh, to Main Street. Right, absolutely. So one of the large dairy producers we had earlier um, used to apply this product through a center pivot and, and, and it absolutely, uh, it would shut the neighborhood down. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it wasn't going to work that way. So this solution came in, zero smell, zero runoff, and and they don't even know we're applying it. Got it. So, closing thoughts on this because I think this is cool. Subsurface irrigation is growing. Uh, mm -hmm. Drip irrigation is a growing thing. You're busy because of that. Mm -hmm. We're going to see more and more acres because of the water concern. This is just a natural tie-in to it. Seems to me. Most definitely, it's a substitute for commercial fertilizer for organic guys or for guys that have it as a great resource. But the other thing that we haven't talked about is it really helps the biology. It's a very natural way to improve soil health. And we're putting it down in that subsoil horizon where, we, right where we, we want it. And, and we don't normally think, we used to think we only need biology in the top four inches. We need biology at 15 inches too, don't Absolutely. we? Absolutely. Right. If you want to learn more about this, since he's the guy that does the install and he's the guy that makes the product, go to? Uh, Nutridrip.com netofmusa.com. Till next time, that's Tim Wolf, that's Kurt Grimm, I'm Damian Mason coming at you from Baltic, South Dakota. For more great, awesome information and insights and videos just like this, share all the things at extremeag.farm, especially as we've talked about this at different locations about the future of subsurface drip irrigation. Till next time, I'm Damian Mason.